Welcome. I'm Tracy Poisner, and this is the Undeletable Dad podcast, a show for divorced or separated fathers. My job here is to guide you out of the thickets of parental alienation and to lead you across the threshold of the impossible to a real dimension where your children are securely held in the orbit of your love and influence. It's not a dream, it's reality, just waiting for you to breathe life into it. You're invited to work on a deeper level with me through our courses, group programs, or private mentorship by visiting undeletabledad.com. So my guest today is Bob Finley of Finley Counseling Services. He works out of Vancouver, BC. Bob is a registered family therapist working exclusively in the domain of family law. And Bob is a practitioner of reunification therapy. And I'm so interested to talk to you about this because reunification therapy is the like the the thing. It's the thing that everybody wants to be able to engage in so that they can get back to having a good relationship with their kids when they've been alienated. And it's something that I think a lot of parents hold up as a kind of holy grail of mm-hmm. of therapy that's going to fix their problems um my personal interactions with clients who have engaged in reunification therapy have been um mixed results so i'm really really interested to talk to you because you have such a long experience in this in this mm-hmm. world so thank you for thank you for being on the podcast i appreciate you coming yeah i'm glad to be here and it's uh, as you say it's a very it's a topic of great interest to many parents who are dealing with children who resist contact. Yeah, for sure. So if, um, well, first of all, just tell me a little bit about like how long you've been doing this. How did you, how did you end up doing mm-hmm. reunification? Well, that's uh, there's an interesting story behind that. Um, I was, this is probably 20 years ago, uh, I was doing sort of normal, uh, I'm putting quotation marks, normal uh, types of counseling, you know, family counseling, individual counseling, couples counseling uh, with uh, with people who are very motivated to uh, learn from their counseling experience. And they would bring in sort of daily life problems. Um, one day I started working with this uh, man who came in and said, uh, my daughter doesn't want to see me anymore. And my wife and I are going through a divorce. Uh, and as I talked to him, he, he was describing uh, a number of behaviors on the part of his uh, of his ex-wife uh, that were concerning to him. And he thought she was, con- she was contributing to the daughter not wanting to have any contact with him. And there are three children in this family. And so I, as I began to talk to him, uh, I thought to myself, perhaps he might be interested in a, te- in a team approach to dealing with this situation, right? Uh, and he was. And um, so that became my first team reunification uh, process. And I recruited several therapists who um, I, I had a good collegial relationship with and who I knew were highly skilled. And we put together a team and we worked with this family for about a year. And oh, wow. uh, we, we successfully worked with them. The daughter uh, uh, became... Uh, much more open and um, and willing to spend time with her father, and they they repaired their relationship, and the 
other two children were prevented from also becoming alienated, which happens many times. Oh yeah, families. that's awesome. If one child, particularly the older sibling, uh, takes a negative approach towards one one parent, uh, the other children mm -hmm. often follow suit. Yeah. Uh, so that was my my first real experience, and because it was a, a successful experience, uh, certainly motivated me to uh, look into this whole area more, and uh, and to develop uh, a program which we called Reconnect, uh, which uh, the main purpose is to reconnect kids with rejected parents. Uh, that that program isn't operating in the same way anymore, uh, but um, we still have. Uh, have teams of people that I associate with that we work with on these cases. Great. I'm curious to know what, um, maybe you can just dive in a little bit for me. What was it about this man's story or situation that made you have the idea of working in a team as opposed to working with him yourself or working with the child, him and the child, or I don't know. Why, why did yeah. you go with a team? Well, because, um, First of all, I'm a family therapist, so I'm, I'm trained in family systems kinds of work. Uh, but it made sense to me, given that the the mother uh, was contributing to the rejection of the father by the child. Uh, it didn't make sense to me just to work with the child or just to work with the father. That's it made so sense smart. To me that, it made sense to me that you have to have both parents involved in the process. Yes. Uh, now, that isn't always easy to accomplish, particularly in high conflict files. It's not always easy to accomplish to get the alienating parent to have to be involved in the therapy. But their involvement is is really key. Uh, Absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 Where uh, where I where I see it in my uh, client population, <laughs> where I see it not being effective is where the other parent won't participate. And uh, I, it must be very hard. It was one of my questions was going to be how maybe we'll get to that later, but yeah. how you how you might work to get around that. But um, I I wonder what what does it take to be a reunification therapist? What if someone were out mm -hmm. there looking for one? Yeah, yeah, you know, aside from somebody just saying that they do this kind of work, or you know, mm -hmm. maybe they've been trained in it. What? How could how could a person, um, let's say, you know, a, approach an interview with a new practitioner to to kind of suss out if they're the right the right one to work with your family? Uh, that's a great question because uh, yes, there are many people out there who say yes, I'm a reunification therapist. Uh, the real question is, can they can they do the job? Uh, yeah. Can they be effective? Uh, and uh, so you want to look for someone who has uh, the proper training and experience. Um, I get many parents who say, well, um, and, and I'm not I'm not being negative towards certain types of organizations, but they will go to organizations, let's say, who, who, that are low pay or uh, are nonprofit. Uh, and they say, well, I can get free counseling there. Right. right? Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen so many of that, like free counseling, yeah. bad advice. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, and and some of these organizations, or most of these organizations are, you know, they're licensed, they provide quality counseling. The, the key question is, do they have experience in this particular area? Because right. CRC cases, child resisting contact cases, are the most difficult in family law. 
the most difficult. Yeah. Uh, the courts often don't know what to do with these cases. Uh, most therapists will throw up their hands when they start working with a family yeah. like this and say, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do with this family. Right. Yeah. So you need people with training and experience. So, yeah, I would definitely encourage people to go and interview who they're considering and say, tell me about your training. What exact what kind of training do you have? You know, where did you get it? What did you learn? What are some of the lessons you've learned from the work you've done so far? How many cases have you dealt with? Uh, what were the outcomes of those cases? Right. It's, it's like, it's I would like think a, it's a, I was just sorry to interrupt you, but I was yeah, just going to yeah. say that like CRC, child resistant case, is child that child resistant contact? Yeah. Contact. Yeah. Um, that's a really good uh, phrase or acronym to know. I think yeah. if you're if you're looking for a reunification therapist to present them with that, mm -hmm. you know, that specific if it if it applies in your case uh to yeah. present them with that specific dynamic and to say how familiar are you with working with this how many cases have you had right. what's the right. percentage of positive outcome yeah yeah and some of the other things you want to look for is you want you want therapists who are comfortable with court involved cases because most of the time to get uh, a court order for reunification therapy or once you have a team in place, they need to provide reports to the court. Sometimes they're called to testify. So they need to be comfortable with all of that. Right. And, and many therapists are not, many counselors are not. As soon as they hear the word court involved, uh, they run the other way. So, right. so that person needs to be comfortable with, in that context. Yeah. Uh, as, an, as an individual, they also need to have a, a personality where they can tolerate uh, dealing with conflict around them and a lot of drama and a lot of and high emotion. So they themselves need to be fairly strong and resilient and be able to manage their own emotions yeah. uh, in, in the light of what's going to be going on around them and in dealing with this family. Because these families, once you enter into their family system, uh, it, they are highly emotional, highly dramatic, and highly dysfunctional. So therapists need to be well-centered and well-grounded within themselves. Yeah, that, that's great. Um, what can you suggest to, uh, I'm going to say a dad, because we're talking now to dads. I understand, yeah. I always need to preface this. I understand that this happens to moms. It, this is not a, a, a judgment call on my part that I work right, with dads. Right. It's where I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable mm -hmm. understanding the dynamic. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't have any life experience regarding the dynamic of of a of a father who is the alienator in the mm -hmm. in the family system. So that's why right. I work I work with dads. But what can a dad do as a parent to um, to prepare for unification therapy or to as the therapy goes on to favor the successful outcome? What can the what can mm -hmm. the parent contribute? OK. Uh, well, it's very important to the success of reunification uh, if the front end work is done properly. Mm. Uh, most people think, oh, I'll just, uh, we'll just dive in. Okay, yeah, we'll get a team together. Away we go. Uh, but if the proper preparation is not done, and preparation includes, particularly with high conflict cases, although some cases go forward by consent, by a consent order, but a lot of the time, uh, parents have to file an application to the court because one parent says, I'm not going to participate uh, or uh, I don't want the children to participate. So they're, they're a huge barrier 
to moving forward with reunification. So sometimes there has to be a lot of prep work, right? And that may include uh, legal consultation. It might include retaining a lawyer in some cases uh, because you need to have it papered. You need to have it on paper that uh, the parties have agreed or are ordered to participate in reunification therapy. The, uh, the alienating parent has to be ordered to make sure the children attend counseling. Uh, and the parents have to be ordered to work together within the reunification process. Uh, the, uh, the terms of payment, if you're hiring private people, needs to be papered and needs to have a clear agreement. Because these, these types of families will find almost anything to fight about. So the this more is... that you can, yeah, more that you can paper it and detail it, uh, then at least you have it, uh, an agreed upon plan for dealing with those details. What you're describing to me just now, yeah. uh, I think some of our listeners would say that's already insurmountable, like that mm -hmm. they can't even imagine um, the teeth pulling or, you know, whatever would have to happen or the, the numerous court dates or the cost involved in getting that far down the road with someone who is extremely oppositional. So what, mm -hmm. what can you offer to people who can't get this front end stuff in place? Like, does it just not happen? Like reunification therapy is not gonna be the right um, avenue for this family? Yeah, well, I mean, in some cases, the answer is yes. Uh, the answer may be, uh, you're not going to be able to establish reunification therapy um, because you can't get the proper court orders or it's too expensive. Um, so there are some cases, unfortunately, uh, that fall by the wayside and and uh, the alienated parent, the rejected parent, has to resort to what what is it that they can do or take control of. Exactly. And I know a lot of a lot of your programs are are focused on that in in trying to empower rejected parents to do whatever it is they can do on their own, right? Exactly. Um, and there are there are many, many things that they can do on their own. Yeah, so yeah. I, my my goal, having you, here today is really to help to um, focus the dads on uh, on the path that's going to be the one that's going to work for them because mm -hmm. there is a path that works and for some of you it will be reunification therapy and I want it mm -hmm. to be successful and I want mm -hmm. you to have your front end taken care of and I want you to choose the right practitioner and right. we're talking right. about all the things that you can do to make that right. work and right. There is no feeling that if this is not the right path for you, it means that you're somehow shit out of luck or something. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we take another path where we work, uh, we work with the dad on building his repertoire of all the things that he is going to do to reconnect with his children without the help of this reunification therapy. So it's a different path, but it's not. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's a more impossible, um, kind of an impossible dream, because it's not at all. Right, um, right. Do you yeah. do you work then with individual parents who are in this kind of situation and cannot, for the reasons you've already outlined, access the the full sort of team approach to reunification that you offer? Yeah, I I, um, I do work actually with a lot of parents. That's a big part of my practice. Um, so I, I do some reunification therapy on teams. Um, there are some um, what I would call 
uh, low grade types of cases where resistance is just starting by the children. Right. So sometimes I will even work with that family on my own uh, if, if I think that that's the best way to go. Um, but yeah, parents, rejected parents, there's a lot that they can do. They can consult with people like myself uh, and we will coach them in, in taking various steps to help them to deal with the situation. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they should never be giving up. They, there's a lot of different options. And if they are interested in reunification therapy, they can do a lot of research on that. Uh, they can look at what the courts are doing with respect to that. They can look at what therapists are in their community that are doing that kind of work and go and talk to them. Find out what the reality is of getting into reunification therapy so that they can make an informed decision about whether that's the right path. Even if they have the financial resources, even if they there are people available to do the work, it may not be the best path for them, right? So do your right. research and do, do your prep, right? Become really informed. Um, I love that. Um, so I hope that we're gonna have an opportunity to talk again <laughs> and maybe dive into some specific topics related to this environment of child resistant contact, because mm -hmm. that's what, so this is the this is the essence of parental alienation. I've I've really only heard one case um, sort of come across my desk of a dad whose kids were saying, please, dad, we want to live with you mm -hmm. and that the mom is withholding. Normally, the the issue it demonstrates itself or the the evidence of alienation is this child resistant contact. That's how you know that it's happening. And specifically there's never a really good reason for it yeah, <laughs> that yeah. um there's never a good reason it's a it's there is a dynamic obviously where you know and that's what the the courts are trying so hard to support where where the the kids actually don't want to be in contact with with a person who is not um safe or healthy for them to be around and kids mm -hmm. are allowed to say my dad gives me the creeps. I, I don't feel safe with him. I don't like his friends. He's drunk all the time, whatever. Yeah, Th yeah. That can be a real situation and you want to protect the child from that. Mm -hmm. But what, right. what you're talking about and what you deal with is the kids who just say, I don't need to have a reason. I just don't like my dad. I just don't want to go there. I can't really tell you why. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that is the, that is the evidence that something is not right in this situation because the, the child has to be able to express at least to a trusted therapist uh, what it is about their parent. And we often hear things like, uh, you know, he, he doesn't love me because he didn't make my bed or he doesn't love me because he didn't pack my lunch the way I like it yeah, to be or yeah. something. Um, so we're going to, we're going to meet again and okay. do another session where we can dive more deeply into mm -hmm. specific topics related to the process of reunification as a therapist and um, how we can better understand the the inner workings of that so that um, so that parents can prepare better get a better result from the reunification therapy um, make the process uh, maybe happen um, more expeditiously, let's say, because yeah. I know that it can often take a very long time to get results. So um, thank you for being here mm -hmm. today. I look forward Absolutely. to meeting with you again. 
And before yeah. we leave, please tell people how they can find you. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I am located in Vancouver. However, I do a lot of work virtually uh, by Zoom. So I meet with parents uh, across the country, sometimes internationally, uh, who are looking for advice and guidance as to how to proceed oh, in these types of cases. That's good to know. So someone yeah. you know from the US or Europe could potentially oh, yeah. contact you. That's great. So yeah, where will absolutely. they find you? Okay, so uh, my email is bob at thinleycounseling.ca. So Finley Counseling is all one word. Finley is F-I-N-L-A-Y, C-O-U-N-S-E-L-L-I-N-G dot C-A. Uh, and if they want to reach me up by phone, it's 604-780-7945. And I also Perfect. have my web website, finleycounseling.ca. Awesome. I'm going to put all that information in the show notes as well. Okay. Thanks very much for being here and thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for your interest. Take care. Bye. That's all for today. I hope you'll check out the Undeletable Dad YouTube channel. And you can also find some thought pieces from me on our LinkedIn page as well. I can be reached at tracy at undeletabledad.com. Thanks for listening. And your kids thank you too.